Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. I'm your host, Ashley Scrace Vendel, communicator, writer, singer, songwriter, musician, and overall annoyance to people who know me. Thank you very much for joining this week's episode of BPM Pod. It's great to have you along here. Thank you very much for coming. Really, really glad to have your company, and I hope we're going to have a really nice time here on this week's edition of BPM Pod. As I am sure you have noticed over the past few episodes, the podcasts have taken on a slightly different form over the past few weeks. This is partly due to the coronavirus situation, which I hope when I listen back to this one day, it will all seem like a forgotten nightmare. And it's partly due to time. I'm about to have a kid, and that's pretty damn time-consuming, as well as incredible, of course. So with this in mind, you're getting a few top 10 lists and some interviews here and there. The interviews take a lot of time to edit and publish, so they're going to be coming out on a much less reliable schedule. But they will be done. In the meantime, though, I will be doing these top 10 lists, partly to talk about music I love, but also to introduce you to people you might not have heard of. And this week is no different, as I turn to my absolute favourite artist of all time, Jackson Brown. This past week, Jackson Brown released a new single, A Little Soon to Say. He also contracted coronavirus, and this led to a rather badass headline of Jackson Brown Gets Coronavirus, Drops New Single. This all comes ahead of Brown's newest album, slated for October 2020, called Downhill From Everywhere. But who is Jackson Brown? Clyde Jackson Brown, born October 9th, 1948, is an American singer-songwriter and musician who has sold over 18 million albums in the United States alone. He came to prominence in the 1970s West Coast singer-songwriter scene, mingling with people like James Taylor, Linda Ronstadt, The Eagles, Warren Zevon, Nico, and many more. In 2004, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, welcomed in by his friend Bruce Springsteen. And in 2015, Rolling Stone ranked him as the 37th best songwriter of all time in their 100 Greatest Songwriters list. Despite not achieving perhaps the international recognition he deserves, even though he is one of the greatest songwriters of all time, Jackson Brown has gone through many styles of music over the years, but has still had this firmly singer-songwriter foundation. While certainly not as experimental or temperamental as someone like Neil Young, Brown still has a pretty diverse catalogue, and it's tough to properly pick 10 songs that encompass him well. But that's exactly what I tried to do. So perhaps as an introduction to Jackson Brown for some of you, or maybe even a recap for some of you who absolutely love Jackson Brown, here are my personal top 10 Jackson Brown songs. But before we begin, I want to enter semi-spoiler territory and reveal some of the songs I had on my shortlist that did not quite make it. 
Now there are some absolutely stellar tracks here on the shortlist, and I'm just going to go through them very quickly. The Pretender, that didn't make it. It's a fan favourite and it didn't like make it. Call It Alone is one that people forget, but it's quite a good one. Sky Blue and Black, one of his best ballads that a lot of people really love, and that did not make it into my top 10, unfortunately. I Am a Patriot, a protest song written by Stephen Van Zandt, uh, that didn't make it onto the list. Looking East, the title track from his album Looking East, and uh, that didn't make it on the list. For Taking the Trouble, good song. Do Make Us Say You Will, rather controversially for every man. Another controversial omission for a dancer. A couple more, Black and White, that didn't make it onto the list. And Off of Wonderland, which was off um, one of his latest albums. And um, Time the Conqueror. And that's a really good sort of short song that I did consider putting on the list, but it just missed out. All great songs from completely different albums and completely different eras, but none of those are in my top 10. So let's hear what is. Number 10, In the Shape of a Heart. While the mixing of this track sounds a little dated today, and the solo acoustic version Brown released is far superior, In the Shape of a Heart is a touching, vivid tale of someone lamenting the loss of their partner, and how this loss is brought back to the narrator at the sight of a heart-shaped pendant. It's certainly of its time, but it is the highlight of the Lives in the Balance album, and certainly one of Brown's best songs. Number nine, Late for the Sky. The title track from what is Jackson Brown's best album, 1974's Late for the Sky is among Brown's most poetic personal tracks. It's a story of how you realise that the world changes, and the people in it change too, and how you're supposed to change into someone else, but you're really not even sure who that person is, and you might even be too late for who that person is. It's certainly depressing, and a little bit self-indulgent perhaps, but deserves repeat listenings for the imagery and arrangement alone. Steps from the beginning Until they vanished into the air Trying to understand how our lives had led us there. Number eight, Fountain of Sorrow. Another poetic, sorrow-laced track from Late for the Sky, Fountain of Sorrow tells a simple yet bittersweet story of reflecting on photographs and noticing how times have changed and how full of sorrow our lives have become. Again, not a particularly hopeful or happy tune from Brown, an artist who self-confesses he does not have that much truly cheerful material, 
but memorable for its clever turns of phrases and rather realistic yet mournful portrayal of disappointment and forgiveness. Number seven, Barricades of Heaven. only track on this list from 1996's Looking East album, The Barricades of Heaven is a part autobiographical tale of searching for something new, something undefined, and something that you know will make you a better person, even if you're unsure how you're going to get there. It tells how Brown saw Hendrix build his own sound, how he saw bandmates and musicians come and go, and how his musical life unfolded organically in LA. There's a sense of dread in this song, though, that somehow the time is passing by all too fast. But it's all just part of life. Number six, I'm Alive. The first empowering, more positive song on this list from Brown's 1993 album of the same name. Brown's 10th album saw him return to the more confessional singer-songwriter style he had perfected two decades before, leaving behind the largely political pop identity he had developed in the 80s. I'm Alive deals with the personal struggles Brown had been enduring to this point, some of which controversially might have been his doing, with allegations of domestic abuse from his former wife, actress Daryl Hannah. Controversy aside though, this is a straightforward, powerful song of redemption, of surviving, of coming out the other side of the nightmare. A quick disclaimer though, if you do want to dig into the personal life of Jackson Brown more, please do so as there is a wealth of online information about whether or not the Brown allegations are justified and correct. It's just not something I'm happy to jump into here on this list. Regardless, I'm Alive, an excellent track from what is personally my second favorite Jackson Brown album. Number five, my stunning mystery companion. What will all my expectations long abandoned? And the future I no longer saw my hand in. How I found you is beyond my understanding. My stunning mystery companion. 
rather controversially, at least from my wife's perspective, this is only number 5 on the list. So why should it be higher and why is it controversial that it's this low down? Well, this was the song we played as our first dance at our wedding, so I guess that it's not my favourite Jackson Brown song is kind of a bad thing? Still, it is a great song. My Stunning Mystery Companion is a very personal song to Brown, but it has some fantastic lines that we can all relate to when we found someone who sweeps us off our feet. There's even some kind of gallows humour to it all, with Brown wryly remarking that his partner didn't really want to be with him for more than 10 years. But now it's been 10 years, they may as well keep going. Fans tend to prefer the solo acoustic version of this track, but not me. The studio version features some wonderful backing vocals and a sweet guitar solo to round it off. My favourite track from 2002's album The Naked Ride Home, and incidentally the only track from that album on this list. Number 4. Running on Empty From Forrest Gump to adverts to cliched montages of people running marathons, Running on Empty is one of Jackson Brown's finest rock songs. Touching on those themes so present in Brown's music, moving on, time passing, not knowing what's ahead but aiming for it anyway, Running on Empty is probably the closest to Springsteen sound that Brown ever came. The song still sounds brilliant today, even though it's over 40 years old, and the recording as released, is a live one. The band is tight, the mix is well balanced, and the passion is really evident. It's a proper Jackson Brown anthem, a firm fan favourite, and one of the best songs he has ever written. Number three, these days. Well, I've been out the only track on this list from my third favorite Jackson Brown album, For Every Man, These Days was originally written by Brown in the late 60s, when he was around 16 years old. Since it's been recorded by various artists, from Glen Campbell to Drake even, but it was originally released by Nico in 1967 and is a sublime tale of loss and regret. It's one of my absolute favorite Brown songs and, if you ask me on a whim, it might even be my favourite Brown song in another time or place. But one thing is for certain, it includes my absolute favourite Jackson Brown line to date. Don't 
not forgotten this. How you reach that level of introspection and maturity at the age of 16 is absolutely beyond me. It's a stunning track, and certainly one that could make a claim for being Brown's best. Into the top two now. There's still a couple of big hitters that are missing, so I guess if you know Jackson Brown stuff, you're wondering when they're going to come up. But number two, my opening farewell. An underrated, oft-forgotten track from Jackson Brown's debut album, Jackson Brown, often misattributed, by the way, as Saturate Before Using, because of the phrase appearing on the album cover. My opening farewell is a heartbreaking story of two lovers knowing their relationship is over, but neither of them really want to draw it to a close. But as Brown notes, there's a train every day leading either way, and there's a world you know, there's a way to go. Life does go on, even if all that what lies ahead of you right now seems awful. Time marches on, and the pain does subside, but the pain needs to be endured for this to happen. It's one of Brown's saddest, realist songs, and is only just beaten into second place, because the one in the top spot is almost indescribably good. There's a train every day Leaving either way There's a world, you know There's a way to go And you'll soon be gone That's just as well This is my Number one, Before the Deluge. Yes, it's the third one on this list from Brown's 1974 album Late for the Sky, which is certainly his best album. Yes, it's pretty grim. And yes, this song is overblown. And yeah, it's pretty biblical. But it is a stunning story of how we would all cope in the apocalypse. Some of us would panic, others would think we could survive, others would try to fight it. But ultimately, the deluge would come and does come for us all. The thing is, this song still hammers home the point today of how we should look out for one another, save the planet, and focus on good times. If anything, it's a story of environmentalism, which actually has more impact today than probably at time of recording. It's certainly sad, yet somewhat cautiously optimistic. There is one violin note in this song which makes me cry, like literally cry, it triggers me straight away. And that's something that no other song has done before, or since. Before the Deluge is so well organised, so well arranged, so well told, 
and just so well made. It's certainly Brown's best song, and perhaps one of the greatest songs of all time. And that's my top 10 Jackson Brown songs. Thank you for listening. Do you know any on this list that you really, really love? Are there any that I've perhaps missed from the list that you thought would be on there? Or is this your first introduction to Jackson Brown and you're just glad to have found new music? However it is you've reacted, you can get in touch with me on Instagram and on Facebook. That is at BPMPod. You can also go to BPMPod.com where you can check out all of the episodes that are also available on iTunes, on Acast, on Google, on Amazon, wherever it is you get your podcasts, Spotify as well. As I said, it's a shorter episode this time. We're going to be back with the musical interviews very, very soon. So thank you for your support. Thank you for sticking around and stay tuned for the next episode. Until then, though, it only remains for me to say, stay lucky, everybody. Stay safe, look after each other, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon.